Aloha and welcome to another episode of the Hawaii Vacation Connection. I'm Bruce Fisher. Aloha, Bruce. Got a great podcast for you today for this May 9th, 2022. Today, we're going to be giving you three affordable hotel accommodations that you can stay at over on the big island as we get through the big show. This is a different kind of podcast. It's a podcast not hosted by a wannabe social media influencer or somebody who knows nothing about a Hawaii vacation. We are your hosts. We're the owners of Hawaii Aloha Travel. We're in Hawaii. We're Hawaii's experts. And you can catch us on the web at hawaii-aloha.com. Or you can just give us a call at 1-800-843-8771. And we would love to help you plan this Hawaii vacation. We're missing Yaling today. She got a cold. I got a cold after my trip to the Big Island. I'm going to tell you all about that. I just got back. I was there for my birthday and also to do some site inspections, as we mentioned on the last show. I've really been wanting to get over there for uh, for several months, ever since you know I've heard about some of these renovations, especially at these three properties, because we sell them a lot. They're also very affordable, so I'm going to be going over three hotels that I think are, are affordable, they're great for families, and also newly renovated or going to be renovated. So we're going to talk about that in just a moment. Don't forget to check out our Facebook page as well. This is where we do most of our social media. So if you just get over to our website or go to facebook.com, Hawaii Aloha Travel, you can navigate to both our Facebook pages and also our travel support group where we're getting a lot of feedback and a lot of our friends are sharing with us their experiences, answering questions and taking our polls and just having a lot of fun. So if you're interested in Hawaii, you're traveling to Hawaii, get over to our Facebook page as well, because that's where we do a lot of our social media. We're on the other verticals, but I just don't, you just can't post everywhere. It's just so much, so many places you can post stuff. So I like to focus on the Facebook page. That seems to be the e- not the easiest, but just the, the best way to get the information that I want to get out to you guys. So get over there if you can. All right, let's get into a little bit of news here. A couple of beaches have been named the top beaches. Uh, Travel and Leisure just recently named Poipu Beach over on Kauai as their top beach. And they cite that it's very family friendly. You can go boogie boarding there. It's a beautiful stretch of beach right on the south side of, uh, of Kauai. Uh, so in the Poipu area. I think it's probably one of the nicest beaches over there as well. And then over on the Big Island, Dr. Beach has named the Hapuna Beach once again as the most, uh, the best beach in the U.S. And he cites things like the sand there, and I agree with him. The, the sand quality over at that Hapuna Beach, it's very soft, it's beautiful, it's white. They also have some lava rock there. So there's a contrast between the lava and the white sand there. It's pretty spectacular. And it it also is a great place to see the sunset. It's a great sunset there. And it opens right up out to the ocean. That Hapuna Beach, that whole stretch there, the Prince Hotel is there. The Hapuna Beach Hotel is there. And of course, there's great golfing nearby. But that's just a beautiful beach to go to. If you're in the Waikoloa area, you're probably going to go there anyway. Uh, We're seeing a lot of uh, information coming in about visitor arrivals. Maui is uh, really getting busy, and visitor spending is up. So that's good. You guys are coming here. You're spending more money. And, of course, uh, we're all in favor of that. Maui hosted 239,000 visitors in March 
compared to 271,000 in 2019. So pretty close to pre-pandemic le- uh, levels there. Oahu, of course, is ahead of everybody. They got uh, we had 404,000 arrivals, but just about uh, 20% lower than it was in 2022. And I know I've been saying that it seemed like it was pre-pandemic, but some of those days, if you look at some of those days, you know, in in April, uh, we see a big big rise. I'm I'm, I'm sure you're going to see pre-pandemic levels when we start to see those April numbers come in. Also, people are spending about eight days on their vacation, which I thought was interesting. Eight days seems to be the number, and the average spend is $1,915. That, that that gives you a pretty good idea, and I think that goes in line with what we've been saying. Because as you know, we've been talking a lot about budget and how much it costs to come to Hawaii, because I know that's a big concern for our clients and you when you're planning your Hawaii vacation. All right, we'll be continuing to look at that stuff. I just also wanted to mention something called the Uncruise Adventure. Now, this is nothing new. There is another boat besides the... NCL Pride of America, which we talk a lot about. This is a really specialty type of cruise. It's very unusual, and they call it an uncruise because of the itinerary and where it uh, travels from. Because it is unlike any kind of cruise that you would expect. It's not like a big ship cruise, and you do a very special itinerary because you go actually from Molokai to the Big Island. That's it. The first couple days are spent on Maui, I mean on Molokai, and then you go over to Lanai. And the kind of experiences you have are with locals, with Kapuna. They have private, very specialized tours on this thing. It's only for certain kinds of visitors. I mean, this thing is going to cost you at least six six k per person. The ships are are pretty nice ships. They're they're smaller boats. Um, y- you know, if, if you're interested in this, let me know and I can give you all the information. But they're called uncruises. And then on the fourth day, you go over to Maui. You go to the uh, Humpback uh, Sanctuary that they have there. They also give you front row seats to the breeding grounds where there are dolphins. I mean. And they're very good at taking you up close and personal to things that you would never see on any kind of other cruise. They also, on the fifth day, you don't know where you're going to go. The captain decides where you're going to go. And then on the sixth and seventh day, you're over on the big island. So this is something that's very unusual. If you want to do something really off the beaten path, uh, get in touch with me about these uncruises here in Hawaii. All right, let's get to it. We've got a lot to talk about. I did want to mention there's a new show coming to the Hilton Hawaiian village it's another one of these magic shows and we're starting to see that again we're starting to see more entertainment coming back to waikiki and they're going to be using one of their showrooms over there and it's called the uh, magical mystery show and it's the first ever kind of show like this and i think they do these magic shows and magic shows are actually very popular in hawaii because we do have populations that come here that don't understand English as well, right? Uh, especially people from Japan, Korea, where, um, you know, there's a little bit of a language barrier. Magic is a universal language. So they go over really well here. They're also a lot of fun for everybody. Uh, so they're going to be doing this unique magic uh, perform- uh, mystery show that they're going to be doing. It's going to be twice nightly, 5 and 7 p.m. over at the Hilton Waikiki Beach here in on Oahu. So keep uh, keep your eye on that. All right, let's get to it. I want to spend some time today talking about the Big Island because I just got back. I took Southwest Airlines for the first time. 
for the inter-island hops. And actually, they use those 737-800s, I mean, uh, 737-600s, which are the bigger planes. And basically, that's how they're doing it with Southwest. They have the larger planes, and they fill them up as much as they can. Now, I was lucky on the day I went. I had a great flight over. In fact, I had the whole exit row to myself. There were only about 90 people on board. It's a 200 seat plane. But it was a lovely trip over. They did a great job. Shot right over there to the Big Island. You know, these inter-island hops are very short. It only takes about a half hour. We've had some uh, pretty bad weather the past couple of weeks, and it rained the entire time that um, I went over there. It was pretty much cloudy and rainy the entire time. But I was only there for three days. I was there for um, from uh, the 4th to the 8th, uh, the 4th to the 7th. So it was just a, a really nice trip, and I got a chance to finally take a look at the Royal Kona Resort. That was my first stop, and that's the first. I want to talk to you about affordable properties over on the Big Island because so often we're seeing, you know, we're seeing that the prices of hotels are really high. Now, all of these are in the mid-price range. This is going to be these properties that I'm giving you, except for maybe uh, the Marriott that I'm going to talk about last, um, they're, they're pretty much in line with uh, affordable pricing in the 250 to 350 range per night. And the thing about the Royal Cone is that it was completely renovated. It has three towers, the Elite Tower, the Lagoon Tower, and the Bay Tower. I stayed in the Elite Tower. That, I think, is the nicer tower. That has some of the better views. But all of the rooms have been renovated and are very nice. The public spaces are uh, very nice as well. And you have access to a decent-sized pool. It's not a very big pool. And this is what you're going to find on pretty much all the resorts in the Kailua-Kona area. That's where we're focused right now. I'm talking about the Kailua-Kona area. And the reason for that is they were all built on lava rocks very many years ago. Now, I had an ocean view room with a lanai, and it was uh, they, they're really lovely. They did a good job of renovating the rooms. They're nice size. The furniture is modern. It's new, and it's comfortable. The bed was comfortable as well. The bathroom is spacious, all new, and uh, very convenient. They had a nice, um, they have like a, a sink, you know, like an island in the middle of the room, where uh, they have a sink. It's kind of like a, a little sink, and they have a refrigerator, and they do give you a couple of beverages in there, and we're starting to see that again, right? That hotels are actually giving a little bit of amenities in the room. I apologize if I sound a little sick, because I did come back sick from the Big Island. I got a cold. I, I got a cold. I stubbed my toe. I was a complete wreck <laughs> during this trip, but I, I did get a lot done. So you're going to really love it. Um, they've got coffee makers, delicious coffee in the room. They've got tea in the room and it's nice. Now the lanai's are spacious, but one thing I didn't like about the lanai's there is they're not very private. You know, they really, you can just kind of see into everybody's lanai and even next door. So not a lot of privacy on those lanai's, but you know, the, you can hear, hear the ocean like all day long in your room it is amazing even with the doors and the sliding glass doors shut you hear the beautiful sounds of the ocean when you go to sleep so nothing really is better than that you can't get any closer than that of course i was treated to the luau they have a wonderful luau the food was great the entertainment was good it's a substantial luau it goes on for about two and a half hours 
It's more of a Tahitian-style luau. They have fire dancing, and it's wonderful. I did get to go to the restaurant a couple of times. The restaurants are good. A nice breakfast there that they have. They also have um, some great uh, amenities. You know, now, you pay these resort fees. Use those resort fees. The resort fee includes a lot of the free stuff that you can do there. On Mondays and Thursdays, I believe it is, you get ukulele lessons. There's like a little gazebo right down in the lobby area, and you get it there. Also, Tuesdays and Wednesdays, they have hula lessons, and they on Fridays, they have uh, like an open market. They also have great entertainment down at the uh, uh, Dom the Beachcomber. Now, they did they did close the, uh, the one of the restaurants there is not open yet uh, because actually, you know, just in, in general in the Big Island, I was running into a lot of issues with service. It took me two and a half hours to get my car. So beware of that. I, I wanted to mention that. And this was a dollar rent-a-car. Now, when I went back, I didn't see the long line I did. Uh, I, I had to get on when I was left. But I understand it's at least an hour wait uh, to, to get a car at dollar rent-a-car. So keep that in mind. And make sure that you try to get the fast check-in or something if you're going to be getting a rental car. So the Royal Kona, great option. Uh, they also have great Hawaiian music. They have Henry Capono comes in there uh, once a month. And those are usually Thursdays. They have a great uh, entertainment, different various guys. Even Johnny Valentine, whatever that guy's name, the Val- that guy Valentine who I haven't seen in years and years. I always wanted to stay and see that guy. Um, so that's one property. Now, another property, and, and it's right in Kailua, Kona Town. So if you're going to be coming to the Big Island and you're going to be staying in the Kailua, Kona area, it really is lovely. There's shops, there's restaurants, there's nightlife, there's plenty of things to do. There's just a plethora of restaurants up and down uh, Ali'i Drive. I mean, there's just so many restaurants, I can't even name them all. I mean, and all of them are pretty good. You know, one that st- uh, stood out to me was Hugo's, which is right next door. I had a, a, a great plate lunch there. Uh, also, Fish Hopper wasn't bad. There was a couple of restaurants there. Of course, I always like Umeke's, and I got the chance to go to Umeke's. I had a Hawaiian plate there as well, and their poke is the best fresh poke you will get ever, anywhere in the entire world. It is absolutely the best. All right, let's. Uh, I'm running out of time here, but I wanted to get to the Courtyard by Marriott. So that's kind of like on the opposite side of Ali'i Drive, where you will find the Royal Kona, which I was just talking about. Now, this has also been completely renovated. I was really impressed with the renovation the Marriott folks have done over at the Courtyard by Marriott, the King Kamehameha Hotel. It's got 452 rooms. It's a similar size to the Royal Kona, but it's not doesn't have as, it's not as a big a high-rise. I was surprised, actually, how big the property is. It's also terrific for groups. They have a gorgeous lobby, and they have this great history uh, flow that goes through the lobby with lots of pictures about Captain Cook, uh, all of the stuff that happened right there in Kona. And it, it, they also have a beautiful outrigger canoe there. They used to have it there, but the way they've uh, arranged it, they've arranged it in a different way so that it, it flows just beautifully through this lobby. And they have lots of shops there. They have, if you want to do the submarine tour, they, it's right there at the, uh, right there in the lobby. But the rooms, they're just gorgeous. They were, they're spacious. They also, a lot of them have the ocean view rooms. And if you can get an ocean view room, it looks right over Kailua Bay. You can see the pool there. You can see the uh, the place where they do the luau and the beach that they have there. It's really just lovely. And it's a great place to hang out. 
It's right basically in the heart of Kona. So you're a short walk away from be, you know, uh, restaurants, shops, and a lot of the things I was talking about before. And they also have a great cultural program. There's lots of stuff that you can do there and really, uh, you know, take advantage of that resort fee. They have cultural tours, they have walking tours, and they also have hula lessons and laymaking there. So you definitely want to check it out. There's a lot of re- relaxation that you can do, and you can hang out and really enjoy that area. The rooms, I think, were just really redone well. Very comfortable beds, and I was very happy. Now, another thing they have there is they have, a, I think, the best buffet lunch there, uh, Beth breakfast and dinner there they have a buffet and it's spectacular they even have omelet making this this i think is the best buffet to go to in in the area and i highly recommend it i got a chance to eat there and i was impressed with the food and the selection it was all fresh and just having the the ability to make live omelets that's always that's always a plus for me because i love to do that so check out the buffet there. We do have some some great rates, and also we can bundle in the uh, breakfasts and dinners for you there. So keep that in mind if you're going to be coming to Kona and you're looking for that, you know, extra just to have the meal. Sometimes it is helpful to have it, especially if you have kids. All right, those are the two hotels in the Kailua Kona area I wanted to focus on today. I thought I was going to be able to get to all four hotels. I'm going to save the other two, which is the new Outrigger Keahoe. It's not new, but they're ta- they just took it over. The Outrigger uh, Management Company just took it over from Sheridan. And I want to go over that property with you, and I want to spend some time on it because I think it's a really great value, especially now because they're going to be doing a coming up on a big renovation. And the hotel itself, it wasn't that busy. And I think there's some great deals to be had there as we get closer to the summer. And I saw some good rates there. And they also have these Ohana suites and they also have the Voyager Club there. So that's the other one I want you to think about. And I'll talk about it next time. And the other one that I wanted to mention was the Marriott, another Marriott, the Marriott Waikoloa Beach up in Waikoloa. Now, this property really impressed me because it is now half of it is a timeshare, which it doesn't interfere with any of the experience that you have as if you're a guest there, but it now feels more like a boutique experience. I mean, they only have a couple of hundred rooms there now when you think about this, and they have an expansive property, a beautiful property. They also have these Ohana suites, which are great for families, and also these uh, full-on suites that open up to the ocean, which I thought were very affordable. Now, it's 1200 bucks a night, but that's, that's for one of their unbelievable suites that they have there. They're called their Holles, and they're on the first floor and they open up to the ocean and they're incredible. So those are the other two properties I want to tell you about on the next podcast because I was impressed with them as well. So those are the four properties that I cited while I was there on the Big Island want to make sure that I shared this information with you. Now, don't forget to check out our website. So that's going to really wrap it up. I'm not feeling that great. I still have this little bit of cold. I hope this wasn't too hard to listen to, but there's a lot of good information. And I, if you need more information about this, or if you're planning a trip to Hawaii, definitely give us a call. 1-800-843-8771. Just get over to our website, hawaii-aloha.com. You'll find everything that you need there to reach out to us and get involved with us. Don't forget our secret Hawaii 
Hawaii tours. Those are our private tours on the island of Oahu and the island of Kauai. All right, that's going to do it. Hopefully, Yaling will be back with us next week, and hopefully, I'll be feeling a little better and be able to help you out and talk more about these other two properties, and uh, we'll see you next time. That'll do it. That'll wrap it up. For my beautiful wife, Yaling, and all of us here at Hawaii Aloha Travel, I'll say aloha and mahalo.